it. But right now on the line from Karamea, I've got Harry, aka Hairs Organic from Soulware Morina to you, sir. Yeah, how, how, how are we? Good, man. Good, good, good. Marvellous, marvellous. Right, you were coming to Otiputi this weekend uh, for uh, the All That Binds Us uh, well, uh, Tahi, or Part 1 release tour. Um, now, Soulware, I mean, I guess it's a bit of an open format collective, uh, a group that evolves, it kind of changes shape. Um, elements come and go, um, but I guess the cons- there's a constant mission uh, that remains. How, um, you know, how does Soulware work? Uh, and what does that mean for your musical output? Um, I think, to be totally honest, bro, we're still working out how so we work. We kind of just all meet in the middle and make music, eh? Hey? Um, yeah. Essentially, we're all buddies. Um, although we're spread out all over the island and whatnot, uh, we're you know we're uh, music is a is a thing we all share, and so you know making music together just sort of started happening naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we got our first album signed, we'd only really made two, two or three tunes. Um, and uh, Charlie Optimus Grime was sort of like, well, you know, you guys should make a whole album of that stuff and I'll release it. And then we were sort of like, oh, okay, so we need to make a band and make a this and make a that. Uh, so we kind of have, like, people that are predominantly in it like obviously i'm in pretty much all the tunes yeah um, and then nick the trumpet player is probably the second most predominant person um uh and then d d's done keys on pretty much all the tunes so mm-hmm. that those those three parts would be the main part yeah we've got multiple different vocalists um there's three of which will be there on saturday mm-hmm Fifty Gorillas, um, but we also collab with lots of other people, um, and then uh, we've worked with various different guitarists. Um, we've currently got uh, a guy called Winston playing guitar with us. He's an absolute weapon. He's um, he's blues trained and he's got a bit of jazz training in him, so he's he's very uh, he's real technical. Yeah, uh, which is really cool. Um, and. I've uh, been trying to link up with a trombone player as well So a few of the shows later this year may actually have more of a horn section than just trumpets So it really is just sort of like, it's a, it's a very open format yeah. And we just, we just jam it out as we go um, We're very limited on what on how much practice we can have as well because we're so spread out So a lot of what we're doing, we're kind of just working it out as we go It's not quite freestyle, like we know what we're trying to do Yeah Um but we don't have that many strict guidelines as how to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So soundcheck's really important for you then. Oh, totally, bro, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we literally will practice, like, when we get together before the gig, we'll generally spend, uh, like, the night before the gig practicing. Yeah. Um, and then the day before the gig practicing, and then soundcheck, and then just kind of, you know, come 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 together and make it work. <laughs> um, is it a collective hive of ideas or is there a base from which uh, an idea will come from and the rest uh, just add their parts into what becomes like a, tri- a final form of a track um, it's definitely a melting pot a lot of them a lot of the tunes start out as like a basic rhythm bed that will just build like a bass line and, and some simple drums and then sort of record everyone's parts over that rhythm bed yeah and then I will generally rebuild the rhythm bed around the other parts. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, once we get the hooks and stuff worked out. Um, that's kind of like the standard procedure. Uh, there's a track on the new album um, called Let the Moment Speak, and that was actually built... That was built around an acapella. Mm-hmm. So it was done completely backwards, um, <laughs> which is a real tricky way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, because it's totally different to what we would have done had we done it the normal way around, you know? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the standard way to do it. Um, I'm not that musically trained. I'm more of a um, sound engineer. Yeah. So my chord progressions and stuff are quite basic, so I'll just write a simple bass line, and then either Dee, Winston, or Nick will generally go, right, well, we can use these three chords here, and then that can be the change there. So then I'll I'll write that in once we've got those progressions done with either the guitar or the keyboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all the all the bits get fl- um, fleshed out and then um, reworked. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it, it takes a while, but it's like it's a it's quite an organic way of growing the tunes, you know, because they do as the ideas come out, the, the sort of the prominent things or the interesting things become the focus. Mm-hmm. Now you just mentioned the track then, um, and I guess that's coming out on um, part rua of uh, all that binds us because um, this is coming out in what maybe a couple parts, maybe a few more than that, and that's yeah. something that you've done before in the past too with your other works. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so why do you decide to do that? Um, well, a number of reasons. It's One, it's incredibly hard to actually... Well, it's a 16-track album, and it's, it's incredibly hard to actually finish 16 tunes at the same time that you're happy with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially, I mean, this album's been six years in the making, so some of the tunes were almost finished two or three years ago, but we didn't have enough other material to put it together and we're like oh should we just do an EP and then it was kind of like nah you can't you, you know we needed we knew that we needed to do another album um, so doing it sort of staggered like that it, it means that you only have to finish small batches of the tunes in, in one go it also means that in terms of promoting it um, you can kind of keep it more sort of present mm-hmm. time after time because you've got like another bit and another bit and another bit so the idea of doing it Tahi, Rua, and then Toru as well um, is sort of like counting it in, and then uh, far is when the actual the vinyl and the USB drop, which is like the full the full album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now, um, so it just sort of seemed like a, a good way to do it because there was, you know, there's there's a couple of things we literally still need to actually record for part for for, for some of the later parts, but 99% of the tune is done, and it's because it's such a sort of disjointed creative process like I was saying it would be it would be silly to hold up 15 tunes yeah because you need to redo the guitar or something on one tune if you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it was like it, it was just the best way to, to do it that yeah. we could think of um, and also like how, how people sort of consume their music now if you put out 16 tunes people will still only have one or two favourites yeah 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 that's yeah. right it's because it's it's more like playlists and singles now, uh, how it's how it's listened to and bought and everything. So, if you put out five tunes, people will have one or two favourites. If you put out sixteen, they'll have one or two favourites. So, it actually kind of makes people listen more thoroughly to to it as well. And now they have six favourites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah good. Um, all that by uh, all that binds us, Tahi, um, it brings together you know your drum and bass, dubstep, jazz, and soul. But it's got that constant um, thread of dub 
um, running through it. Um, and, you know, if I listen to the first half of Return uh, to the Source, that that is the same uh, in many ways uh, before a change in part two. Um, are we, are we going to kind of see the same with uh, All That Binds Us? Yes, it definitely goes in a few more varied directions. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of trip-hop in there, there's a bit of hip-hop in there, uh, there's more damn beat, there's more dubstep, um, there's even a 4-4 tune, dare I, dare I say. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's trance or house, but it's definitely 4-4. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's sort of, I mean, we've tried to take the, uh, take the root of the sound and just push it out as far as we can from that point. Um, bunch of different tempos. Um, there's some that's like 155 BPM, um, and some that's 100, and yeah, just sort of gone. Tried to break the mold a bit, you know, like yeah. the, the, the old album, not intentionally, but it was sort of just dubstep because that was the tempo that the rhythm bed started at. Yeah. So we tried to just make this one way more varied, which is cool. For a live set, but it actually means it's a nightmare to try and mix it as a DJ. So. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of course you do the sound system as well. So, um, yeah, um, and I guess that that also when you when you're putting it out in three different parts, it's um, that makes the the fact that you're putting them out in three different parts really important as well, because each part can kind of represent uh, a different area, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a little um, like like a like a book of short stories rather mm. than a novel. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's been in the works for a, for a long time. Um, is that you know, is is it been in works um, for writing for, for for a long time, or had had you written a lot of things quite early on, and it's just about getting all the pieces in the right place? Um, I mean, some of it was literally started seven years ago, um, and some of it was started earlier this year. Um, yeah, you know, it's it, it's been very. Like, we started doing it, but again, because we've been, you know, we're uh, so spread out, like Nick's been overseas, um, Salem's been up in the North Islands, we were without a guitarist for at least a couple of years there, and um, so we've done it as, as, as you know, we've, we've been as productive as we could be without forcing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and also just letting it grow, you know, because it was like, well, there's no point rushing an album yeah exactly um and so it was just letting it grow organically and and like i say with with travel and trying to actually get together that adds another sort of step on how quickly it can grow even if you even if you are trying to give it a bit of a kick up the ass so it's just sort of um yeah it's it's, it's come together quite naturally i guess Nice, nice. Um, you know, and you're coming to Dunedin to play Fifty Gorillas, which is a, a new venue, and it's your first Dunedin show in, in a long time. And looking yeah. looking through um, all these shows you've got coming up, you know, you've got one coming up in Takaka, you haven't played there for three years, Nelson for four years or something like that. So, yeah. um, so it's going to be a really big, important tour for you guys because, you, you know, there's a lot of spots you haven't hit for a while. Oh, totally, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, it's really exciting actually, and some good North Island shows we're doing with Soul Dub as well, which is going to be pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. um, we haven't played the North Island much at all, to be honest. We've, yeah. I mean, we've done. We did a tour when we released Return to the Source. So we did Auckland and Wellington, um, and we played support at Topo for the Soul Dub and Tiki gig in February. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think we've played Waiheke before. 
done a couple of shows in the North Island, but really not much. So it's quite cool to be going on the road around, you know, like Hamilton, uh, Mount Monganui, uh, Fitianga, and sort of more more of the sort of rural towns, which is how we do in the South Island. But yeah, yeah sort of um, yeah, it'll be interesting to to, to go up there. Because I mean, Darwin Reggae has such a huge following in the North Island, so it's going to yeah. be quite cool to see how they like the. Um, the fringe of it. <laughs> how, was, how was that Taupo gig? Because I saw you in Christchurch. I saw the, uh, I went to the Christchurch show. Yeah. Um, and it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Taupo was just as good, bro. It was absolutely amazing. Um, such a, yeah, I mean, an amazing lineup. Uh, Fat Freddy's win there was pretty much the only difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, amazing. Like just the the size of the production, the size of the crowd. It was yeah, it was really really cool. Yeah, I'm really happy I came to that show. I'm I'm really glad I made the trip up uh, to Christchurch because it was just absolutely outstanding. Everybody, everybody played so bloody well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it, uh, and that's great because um, you know it gives me a little taste this year of what to expect this weekend. Although you played as a two piece then, I believe, uh, and yeah. now. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now you bring in. So, how many are we going to have on the stage this weekend? Uh, six of us. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, cause in. Uh, when was the, the Hagley Park gig? That was the middle of January, wasn't it? Yeah, so everyone, was, everyone apart from Winston was still overseas at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, are we going to see uh, past, present, future now uh, this weekend? Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. So we'll be playing all the new stuff, well, all the new stuff that's palatable in a club anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll definitely do some old stuff, and there's some um, stuff that's not on the album that's also new. There's a couple of sort of older ones we've rehashed and reinvented. Um, yeah, so it'll be, a, it'll be a mixed bag, definitely, yep. Nice, nice, yep. all right. A bit of D&B in the set, just because we're playing sort of, um, you know, that sort of peak hour sort of time, rather than just rolling it out with the dub, so... Yeah, I'll be going a little bit jungle, a little bit DMB, um, obviously some of the deeper stuff as well, and yeah, it'll be a bit of a journey. Oh, it's going to be a party, mate. Um, it's going to be good times, and of course, uh, Radio One's very own Jungle Faro will be there front and centre uh, as always, yeah. the the brother. So be that be great. Um, right, Harry, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me this morning. Oh, good, bro. Thank you. Yeah, sweet. So I've got um, I've got the old uh, well. Let people know that they can find it on Bandcamp. Uh, if you want to go check it out, uh, all that binds us tahi, um, you can go and uh, purchase it on Bandcamp. And so I've got that sitting here now. Which track would you like me to play? Oh, probably I'd say Step Outside. It's a nice morning one. Nice track number two, Step Outside. Yeah. Uh, hey, once again, thank you so much. And we'll see you at 50 Gorillas uh, from 10, I believe, on Saturday night. Yes, that's right. All right, cheers, brother. Thanks, bro. Cheers. See ya. That was Harry from Soulware Has Organic playing this weekend. Soulware, all that binds us Tahi is out now. As I said, go find it on Bandcamp. Uh, Rua and Toru will be out later on, um, I think, through the year. Uh, and then we're going to have all of it together and you'll be able to get it on vinyl, which is the way to go.